0: Persona 5 shows off its royal update via a live stream, and Grandia is here to rock your world in just a few more days. All that and more on this episode of the JRPG Report. Hello and welcome back, fans, for your weekly JRPG fix. My name is Shane Fisher, and you are listening to the JRPG Report podcast, as well as, well, some of you may be listening to this as a YouTube video. We do that every week as well. This is episode 72, and I had all intents and purposes of leading off with Persona 5 Royal as they had their first gameplay live streaming, and uh, they have a ton of stuff to talk about. But first, news that I wasn't exactly expecting just yet, but it is what has me the most excited, and uh, that is Gun Ho Online Entertainment America has announced we'll be playing Grandia HD Collection on your Switch in just a week. That's right, on August the 16th, Grandia HD Collection will be available on the Nintendo eShop. Uh, publisher gung online entertainment america was proud to finally announce if you recall back at e3 they said uh here it comes and um it's coming soon and of course in the video game world coming soon can mean anything from next week to next year so i wasn't anticipating something this soon well it is soon august 16th um oddly enough i guess we still don't have a price though So as soon as I hear something, be sure to check back on the Facebook page and we will let you know. As soon as I find out, you will find out. Grandia HD Remaster for the PC will follow at a later date while the already available Grandia 2 Anniversary Edition will be renamed Grandia 2 HD Remaster. So I am greatly looking forward to getting back into Uh, That title with its awesome real-time turn-based action combat system, uh, all the magic and worlds to explore, gather skill points, um, awesome enemy encounters, and that really um, unique music that just screams Grandia. uh, But it's all about that battle system, and in my opinion, one of the greatest um, battle systems for RPGs that's ever been conceived a very strategic very fun uh can be brutal at times you've got to cancel out attacks and hope that you don't get canceled out uh by the enemies but um if you have never played Grandia, this is your chance uh keep in mind this is digital only don't be looking for a physical copy uh on Amazon or uh, at GameStop it's not going to be there um We still don't know if we're going to get any more Uh, in terms of Grandia 3 coming out. That is tied up in nobody-knows-who-owns-it land. So this is probably the best you're going to get and sadly maybe ever get as far as Grandia goes. But I'll let you guys know how cool that is. Uh, Assuming this is not like crazy priced, um, you do get two games in here. I'm hoping for somewhere around $30. I think that's a pretty fair price point. Um certainly 60 is too much and I'd have to kind of scoff at that, but we'll just have to see um what that ends up being. But so let's get into what uh, I assume that we'd be talking about and that is Persona 5 Royal. They had their uh big live stream event uh shortly after our last uh, podcast was recorded so uh, in addition to the first live uh, gameplay stream they had their fish the second official trailer the uh goro akechi trailer the fourth morgana's report news delivery trailer as well so in uh in specific in the goro trailer they got new information about the character himself a persona 5 royal his confidant can be leveled up on your own accord as you can with most other confidants this also includes new confidant abilities that can be acquired such as being able to scope out the enemy's weakness at the start of battle morgana's report number four introduces new elements and mementos including a new character named jose and a new mission type Uh, if you guys check out the trailer for this it's uh he is a interesting looking character to say the least he's a new mysterious character you will meet while exploring mementos he seems to be collecting flowers to study humans Uh, you can use jose's power to turn the ishi that you collect in each palace into even more powerful accessories remember those were like special treasures that you can collect pieces of and put together in order to form powerful accessories you can also exchange the flowers you collect in mementos for items Uh, Stamp pads will now appear all over mementos. By collecting stamps and bringing them to Jose, you'll be able to exchange them uh, to change the perception of mementos itself, such as increasing the amounts of experience points or money earned after battles. New pitch black areas will now appear with strong shadows. That's kind of cool. And there is a new mission type that you will have to successfully uh, negotiate with the target by using information acquired in the city and the Fansite Network. Uh, This is a welcome addition to me. I found Mementos to be a bit of a mixed bag. I think I initially enjoyed it and then found it to be a little repetitive and boring at times. And I realized Mementos was uh, maybe more closely aligned with the previous Persona dungeons. But I just... After the... The new Persona 5 dungeons with all their details and, and, and for lack of a better word, coolness, it just felt kind of drab, and I found myself not really wanting to get into, into exploring it. Kind of felt like a waste of time, but anyway, there uh, during this live stream there was also a uh, interview with Persona 5 Royal producer Wada, and uh, Morgan actually used the opportunity to ask him four user submitted questions. Uh, the one that uh, was previously addressed was about the downloadable content. Um, any DLC that you got from Persona 5, it will be repurchased for what is 10 yen in Japan. So I I think that's just a Japan thing. I think it'll be free download over here. I don't think we have those restrictions. Uh, the first one, uh, a, a question that hasn't been asked that I know of yet, says the first gamepad restrictions on um, the share feature remember there was certain and we've seen this in other jrpgs as well um is that also the uh, case for persona 5 royal will you be able to take screenshots um upon be upon acquiring trophies he says the share function can be used freely until mid-december in the game so that is when the third uh semester or whatever i believe starts and They're saying that you can use that up to that point. Once all that new content comes out, you are going to be restricted on uh, sharing. Big news, I thought, and this you can see bits of it in the new trailer as well. Uh, By the way, you can head over to the JRPG report. I've got trailers galore for you guys for this week. Um, I can't even remember how many trailers I shared over there, but I'm not going to mention it every time. I'm going to try not to sound like a broken record. Say, go to the JRPG report Facebook page and check out the trailer. But they are all there. Um, it asks, will Persona 5 Royal have any additional palaces? Yes, there is one new palace that happens during the third semester. Not, uh, not surprising enough. It says uh, which you'll visit when an incident occurs. During the newly added third semester. And that is all the detail that we have as far as uh, that goes. Another new detail to come out of the live stream. Ryuji's insta-kill confidant ability has been changed. So that will now only be triggered when the enemy is approached with a dash. And so that you can acquire experience points and money upon defeating it. Persona 5 Royal is due out on October 31st in Japan. And 2020 in the West... um, more and more things to get excited about for Persona five, definitely check out those trailers as uh the game is looking looking sharp and if uh if us somehow you have not played persona five it uh, looks looks like the definitive edition that you will want to check out um we had a total of four new trailers come out. For Anunnaki, the upcoming Square Enix game that is coming out on the 22nd. And let's see. These were for demon characters. I've got one named Zav. I believe it's pronounced Z-A-A-V. You have got Daya. You've got Will. And Rygón. Uh, so I've got all those trailers for you guys to check out. Um, let's see. For Rygón. He says, Anunnaki players can equip their characters with special demon attacks to enhance their uh, skills and abilities. Uh, Ragon is a demon who's n- a natural on the battlefield. Though his upbringing left him with a coarse tongue, his heart is no less kind for it. Um, he uses speed as his weapon, defeating foes by overwhelming them with quick attacks. He also employs counterattacks and evasive rolls for a highly technical style of combat. Um, let's see for will. He is a cheerful demon. Who's easy to like though. Dealings in his past life have left it difficult for him to trust others. He's able to crush those through stern defenses. He boasts the most powerful, most offensive power of any demon. And he can use his massive axe to block incoming attacks. So like a good guy that you want to have on your team. Uh, Zav, is a demon with a strong sense of justice and unwavering honesty. Even in death, the inner turmoil that Zav felt in life is evident with him. He wields spears as he charges into the fray, and he doesn't flinch in taking a few hard hits. He can also leap into the air, enabling him to dry uh, attack from land or sky. I feel like that was the one that was in the demo. Uh, but then there's Will, who... A demon whose courteous manner and graceful bearing exclude an air of refinement. Daya always pr- prioritizes her companions above herself. Winning a crossbow in one hand and a pistol in the other, Daya excels at exhaling a hail of attacks from afar. She can spring into the air, paying herself between herself and her foes, even while maintaining the onslaught. So the demo is available... And I had a chance to check it out. Um, I've been meaning to ask my buddy how he felt about it, because he's also been playing it. And I've seen him play it a couple nights, actually, um, online. (laughs) If you're looking forward to this game, don't be disheartened by my impression of the demo. I wasn't just blown away by it. It's really cool. Um, I I I just wasn't into it. And, you know, that's the best thing about demos is you can check them out and see if it's something that really floats your boat or not. And it just, maybe it's just how I was feeling at the time. And it's something I can go back and check out later, but it didn't blow me away. Like I thought it might, it was certainly cool. And I mean, the, the premise is something pretty unique in terms of the two worlds and, and trying to save people's souls and send them to the afterlife and all that stuff so it's it's a very stylized and it's a crisp looking game i just i wasn't blown away like i said but yeah so four big (laughs) uh, trailers for this upcoming uh, anunnaki game you can get your hands on that now with the demo and the full game on august the 22nd Let's take just a quick breather here. Have a word from our sponsor, Anchor, and be back with a ton more great stories here on the JRPG Report. As I mentioned, there was a bunch of trailers for some new titles coming out uh, here soon. Nintendo released a new trailer for Dragon Quest XI S: Echoes of the Elusive Age, definitive edition, introducing the world of Eridria. Here's a brief. Overview of the game, you are the Luminary, the hunted hero who will protect the land from destruction in the latest RPG from the iconic Dragon Quest series. With a ragtag band of adventurers, you'll engage in a well-balanced turn-based battles and embark on quests across the kingdom of Verdria. Forge gear, develop party members' skills and alter their outfits without changing gear in this edition of the game. Uh, This version also lets you ride an attack with monsters on the field to earn experience points, as well as change between HD and 16-bit visuals, symphonic or synthesized music, and English or Japanese audio. Complete the tale with the new character-focused stories and travel to past Dragon Quest worlds. Dragon Quest XI S Echoes Elusive Age Definitive Edition is due out for Switch Worldwide on September the 27th. Uh, There was also news that a demo was going to be released for this title. I believe this is going to be Japan only, though, as uh, the announcement was uh, in Japanese and only the words Dragon Quest and the Roman numeral 11 uh, were in English. I guess the letter S there as well. Uh, but it looks like that is purely going to be a demo that comes out in Japan. Maybe we'll get it at a later date. Uh, they did say cause this was announced at the Dragon Quest Summer Festival 2019 in Tokyo. So it's not like it was a worldwide thing. Uh, users who keep their save data from this demo will receive a seed skill as a bonus when they play the full game. Uh, there was a trailer for uh, this announcement. So you can check that out on the Facebook page. New trailer from Code Vein, the Eva Rowe trailer. She is described as uh, a <coughs> a re- revenant who fights by Jack Weatherford's side after being rescued by Jack, Eva found her voice again and fought by his side to repay her debt. Despite belonging to an opposing faction, she and Jack will team up with the player during some special events. Code Vein is due out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC on September the 27th. Um, We talked a little bit about Yo-Kai Watch the past couple uh, episodes, and Yo-Kai Watch 1 had a Nintendo Switch debut trailer. This remaster is due out October 10th in Japan. The Switch version of the 2013-released Yo-Kai Watch features high-definition graphics and compatibility the Okai Art and DXO since in toys, so you can check that out. Um, there was a trailer came out for a interesting looking uh, story driven action RPG called Children of Morta. Now, this will launch on PC via Steam and the Windows Store on September third, uh, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, and Switch. Will get it on October 15th, publisher 11 Bit Studios and developer Dead Mage announced. As previously announced, Merge Games will publish a physical edition of Children of Morta at retail for PS4 and Switch. Uh, this game looks to be very story driven, it's all about family, and um, you, you kind of you witness the emotions and struggles as they do their duty to return peace to the land, they say. Uh, you can inherit traits from uh, from your family as well. It's an ever-changing world, touched by corruption, and it's constantly changing. Every forest, dungeon, or temple you explore guarantees a unique experience for each playthrough. It has a very unique uh, hand-painted pixel art style and frame-by-frame animations partnered with modern lightning techniques. Has come to life in this Children of Morta. Not a traditional JRPG by any stretch, but definitely has those elements. And uh, it's it, it kind of grabs you with the unique art style. And it looks like it's going to be very uh, heavy on the story. So if you're looking for something maybe a little bit different, you can check that out here soon. I've got that trailer for you guys to check out. Uh, not a new trailer, but we did get another section of new art for final fantasy seven remake this time showing the bustling section eight section sector eight of Midgar. <clears throat> it's got the concept art shown and then shows cloud with his ginormous buster sword walking down the streets. Um, very, very cool. I, I hope they do this every week because I am quite enjoying checking out uh what what they have in, in mind for the concept and then how it comes to life. Uh just, just incredible. This game's this game's gonna blow people away when it comes out March third of next year. Super Robot Wars five uh got a debut trailer for Switch and PC. It'll be out October 3rd in Japan and Asia. The PC date has yet to be um, released. You can check that trailer out, of course, on the Facebook page. Um, Square Enix has set their Gamescom lineup. This uh, Gamescom, of course, will be from August 20th through the 24th. I believe that's over in in Germany. Um, there will be, surprise, surprise, Final Fantasy VII Remake. Uh, a hands-on demo showcasing the reimagining of the iconic original game that de- redefined the RPZ genre. Uh, they'll have 72 stations set up for people to uh, get to play this demo. You know, there's been a lot of speculation on to whether it will be a demo released or not. And... I don't see why not, especially, I mean, you've made a demo for GamesCon. Why wouldn't you just release that uh, to kind of hold people over? It seems like kind of a no-brainer, but we will see if that happens or not. Uh, Final Fantasy XIV Online will be there. Kingdom Hearts 3 uh, will be there. Life is Strange 2, Episode 4, Faith, the Marvel Avengers game. Uh, Trials of Mana will be there. Great looking forward to that. And um, they say other the Square Enix booth will offer a sneak peek at merchandise purge tops for the upcoming Final 57 remake as well as an open demo space for visitors to try out the latest Square Enix product board games. Yeah, the, those remake figures are going to make them a pile of cash. That's for sure. Um, we talked a little bit last week about uh, Genshin Impact uh, was shown off at China Joy 2019. I've got a trailer from 4gamer.net showing off uh, quite a bit of, uh, of gameplay in the open world action RPG. It is a freely exploitable fantasy world with multiple playable characters, an in-depth elemental combo based combat system, and an engaging story. It's being developed for PS4, PC, and smartphones. Uh, so if you're interested in seeing more of that, it's uh, about 24 minutes long, I believe so you can check that out and see all you want of it. It's a promising looking game I'm kind of looking forward to see how that one turns out. i not sure if we're going to get this over here or not but Japan has some Monster Hunter World Iceborne themed uh, PS4 uh, merchandise. You've got a top cover, a exclusive DualShock 4 available in both black and white the cover is available in black and white as well. And then there is the wearable neck speaker. Um, it looks pretty pricey. I didn't even see, I didn't even know what a neck speaker was and I, I still don't, but I can look at the picture of it and, and know a little bit more still understand how that works, but still, (laughs) so not sure if we're going to get anything like that or not. Um, This may be Japan only, but if you're looking to import I'm sure you could. uh, They'll they'll say anything if you give them enough money. But it's certainly some cool stuff coming out for Monster Hunter World Iceborne. Um, Some news. A game that's certainly not, again, a traditional JRPG, but has those elements and looks pretty cool. It's a game called The Last Spell. Uh, It was announced for Switch and PC. Developer CCCP. It is a turn-based, they announced this, that it was a turn-based tactical RPG. It'll first launch for PC and Mac via Steam in 2020 and followed by a later release for uh, the Switch. And they ask uh, when about the game. They said, what if Final Fantasy Tactics and Dynasty Warriors had an illegitimate daughter? The last spell is a turn-based tactical RPG immersed in road-like mechanics in which you lead a team of hardened heroes to defend the last bastion, of humanity against hordes of monsters. Uh, like I said, it looks like a pretty, uh, pretty cool game. But there is an announcement trailer for that. If you want to get a little bit more in depth with it, um, a cool idea to say the least. You know, kind of humanity's last stand and what you're going to do to to save the last of humankind quickly i will say that there was a huge announcement uh, you, you know it's big when you get the pre-announcement about pokemon sword and shield that they said coming out in 2 days a big announcement about pokemon sword and shield well they released a um, a whole bunch of information about uh galarian form pokemon form changing pokemon new rivals and poke jobs that just sounds weird uh, the latest on the November fifteenth do Pokemon game, uh, tons of information that I don't have a clue what any of it's about. I've <laughs> I've linked that story and trailer, I believe, for you, Poke fanatics out there, if you want to check it out. There's a ton of stuff to go over, and that's about all you're going to get out of me. So. If you if you're new to the podcast, I'm not a big Pokemon fan, and I apologize to your fan to all fans out there who enjoy the game. It's just not for me. There's a lot of games that are just not for me. And, but if you love it, that's great. I can sit here and talk about it, but I don't know what I'm talking about, so I'm not going to waste <laughs> I'm not going to waste your or my time talking about it. Uh, moving on, uh, Ys Nine Monstrum Nox detailed their Grimwald Night and Larva battles. Um, this is on from their official website, and they say that during Grimwald's night, the Monstrum gather in different dimensions, where the sky is a dyed deep red and a battle against countless monsters called Larva unfolds. By wiping out all the Larva and putting an end to Grimwald's night, the barriers spread across the prison city of Baldo will release expanding the area of exploration across the sea. So it sounds like that's something you're going to have to do um, if you would like to explore everything. Uh, Larva battles are said to be by touching the dark miasma found all over the prettiest city. The surrounding landscape will temporarily become monotone and a battle against larvae will occur. By exterminating larvae that appear, the miasma will disappear and your nox gauge will accumulate which is required for Grimwald's Night to occur. So you got to do that. Uh, you got to face off against all these hideous-looking nar- larvae in order to get Grimwald's Night, in order to make your way across the city. game is shaping up to look pretty well. We should have some information about a uh, more of a Western release here soon. It is due out in Japan on September the 26th. Story of Season's friends of Mineral Town got some new screenshots of On Kai heart events and post marriage events. There was a new bachelor and bachelorette. Um, the new bachelorette is On. The new bachelor is Kai. On uh, is a girl who always is always lively and cheerful. Works at the inn ran by her father. She is great at household chores and love eating eating tasty food. Well, that's like everybody, right? Everybody's dad has a inn and. They're great at household chores and they love eating tasty food. She sounds awesome. Uh, Kai is a boy who comes from the city to run a shop during the summertime. Since he is cheerful and easy to get along with, he is popular among girls and children. Though, But he's not quite as popular with the guys. They say you can fall in love with heart throbbing heart events. When your heart level increases, a heart event will occur. By talking to a bachelor or bachelorette during every day and giving them gifts your heart level will increase but be careful when giving them a gift they dislike it will lower your heart level there is tons of post-marriage events in addition to having kids a little while after marriage there are plenty of events to enjoy when you're married including your wedding anniversary family birthdays and more folks is just getting you ready for life Because there's tons of other (laughs) events to enjoy when you're married. Life does not end when you're married. That is a good, um, good lesson to learn. It's just getting started. Story of Seasons. Friends of Mineral Town is due out for Switch on Japan on October 17th. North America and Europe will get at a, quote, later date. Mary Skelter 2 for the Switch will launch October 22nd in North America. October 23rd. In Europe, it will be available via the Nintendo eShop on the Switch at uh, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time in North America, and on October 23rd at 11 a.m. Uh, CEST Time in Europe. Publisher ID Factory International announced. The Dungeon RPG sequel also includes the first installment in the series, Mary Skills or Nightmares, with revamped systems and bounces. To the original release, uh, they got it in Japan both physically and digitally, but it looks like uh, we're just getting the digital version, a variable for download. But they've got a got a couple new screenshots to check out there, as well as getting a firm release date. So if you've uh, if you played the first one, you're looking for the second one, well now you can play them all in one in one place. Um, our weekly Atelier Raza news, <laughs> you just, they just, uh, they won't stop with this one until this game comes out. So there was recently announced the gathering point synthesis system for the game, which allows you to create your own gathering points, will allow you to share the gathering points you create with other players. This was all according to the latest issue of weekly Famitsu. By bottling up gathering points created during the gathering points of the system, you can obtain a password uh they say this is four English characters um and share it with other players by posting it on social media so that's kinda kind of interesting. Well, let's see how that kind of works um more in detail they They had a second story kind of detailing it a little bit more. Um, but they, you know, you can, it's kind of hard to detail all this stuff without being in the game and getting a little bit of context to it. I'm glad they're doing all this stuff, but it's certainly going to be more, uh, more easy to learn once we get our hands on the game and have some more context to it. Definitely looking forward to this game. and It looks like they're going to have just a ton of different content for it when it releases, um, PS4 and switch on September 26th in Japan. PS4 Switch and PC on October 29th in North America and November 1st in Europe. One last story I did want to talk to you guys about, and it's, uh, there was not a whole lot of information released about this, but we can gleam a lot from it. games announced that more information for Grand Blue Fantasy Rethink will come at the Grand Blue Festival 2019. So that's great news, right? Except this is in December, the 13th and 15th. They announced this back at Grand Blue Extra Festival 2019 in Osaka. They released a single image to go along with that. So, not that the game is coming out in December, but more information will be announced at that time. So, four months from now, they will release more information about the game. This game's not coming out for a while. (laughs) Uh, I guess you can be hopeful that it's coming out in spring in Japan and we'll get it in a year from now in the West. And I I think that's being optimistic. Um, Perhaps they just need that much more time to develop this is going to be a PlayStation Four game. Um, I don't think that you're going to have to run the risk of it slipping somehow to PS Five. In the JRPG world, that's not really a, a problem. You can you can bring a game out after the new system releases and be just fine with it. But if you're looking forward to uh, Grand Blue Fantasy, really inclo- as I am, we're going to be waiting a bit longer, to say the least. Uh, so I did want to go to the Facebook page for our final little segment here, um, from week to week, you know, if things are looking a little bit light, I will ask the awesome community over on our page, if they've got anything they really want to chat about and, uh, sometimes it's, it's crickets. Sometimes the floodgates open up. Well, this week was definitely, uh, the latter and, um, so much so that, uh, I'm just going to pick really one, one thing and kind of go with it. And, uh, I do want to kind of take a couple suggestions, some really good suggestions and make those into uh Sunday special shows as I, I like I said before, I kind of want to keep this more no, uh, news oriented. Uh, rather than just, uh, opinion type stuff, we, we can deal with that on the, on the Sunday show. But first off, thank you so much for our new likes this week. We had three new likes. So our friends, Roslyn, Jake, and Nick are now part of the JRPG report community and a big shout out to you guys. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Um, and our question, uh, is going to come from Hans and he wants, uh, us to talk about Grandia HD remaster coming soon. Well, Hans, we did. <laughs> uh, he is looking forward to this one perhaps as much as, as I am. And um, like I said, I'll be sure and, and give you guys a full report on that. Um, probably not going to make it in next week because I think we'll do a new podcast before before it comes out. But certainly on the, uh, the next one. Um, opinions on 2019... So far, from a JRPG standpoint, he had four he had four topics to talk about. That's why we're just going with his for this week. Um, my opinions have been, I think, a bit mixed, uh, to be fair. I, I was I really need to go back and see exactly when stuff released, but I don't think it's been a banner year by any stretch. But I think that's also because, like, last year... You know, with Dragon Quest, it was it was just so so good. Um, Hard hard to top that in my book. Um, I and I was you know so disappointed with like Kingdom Hearts three. I think twenty twenty is shaping up to be a really incredible uh, JRPG year with stuff like Persona 5 Royal Um, obviously we still got plenty of 2019 to go so this might be something that I can kind of answer a little bit better maybe we can revisit that topic come December to see exactly which ones made it out which ones didn't and uh, how I felt about it Uh, one of his other questions was the fact that almost every game out there has RPG mechanics lately I was literally having this conversation uh, with my brother the other day because he's been trying to get me to play Spider Man forever. And if you own a PS4, you have to play this game. It is so much fun, it is very well done uh, through and through, but it is a Spider Man RPG. Uh, You level up for every enemy you defeat you gain new you know suits with new abilities you have skill points to spend uh every time you do the side missions you get certain bonuses that allow you to uh power up the gadgets and the suits and the abilities um, you have uh all these backpacks to collect throughout the city you have um all the uh tourist attractions to take pictures of it has so many RPG elements built into it. And I guess that's why I love it so much. So I think what is, what has happened? And I don't know the exact moment in time that the crossover happened. I, I, I liken back to games like mass effect. Um, of course, Zelda's always had those elements to it, but, uh, in particular games that kind of blurred the line between, uh, action, action RPG, and just straight RPG games. Um, and this, I mean, it's, it's been slowly happening for a long time, but it's almost like, uh, you know, even Call of Duty, you started gaining experience, you know, for, for every kill that you made. There's no going back. And I think a game that doesn't have those elements on in it in some way, shape or form is, is not going to do as well. It's like every game has to have RPG elements to it. Now, luckily, in our little uh, genre, we, we're, we're still pretty niche. And what defines a JRPG, while is loosely interpreted, it's still recognizable. And, you know, like in my opinion, uh, The Legend of Zelda is certainly not a JRPG. It, in my mind, it's not even an RPG. It's still an action game. But there's plenty of people that would make the argument Otherwise and That also leads into his fourth Uh fourth Topic he says Retrospect on Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild he said he Started playing this on the PC emulated And he owns the Switch version he Says does the game still add up And um I don't I think I've shared this opinion with You guys before I don't like Breath Of the Wild um I am old school Zelda. When I was like five or six, I played the original and played almost all of them ever since. I'm a huge fan of the series and I just did not care for Breath of the wild. There's so many people that love and adore this game. And I think that's fantastic, but I didn't like it. It just, it just wasn't the experience that I was looking for. And and I left it at that. I played it for a good three or four hours and was not enjoying it. So I stopped playing it. And I don't, it, for me, it doesn't matter how great a game is. If you don't personally enjoy it, then don't play it. These games are too expensive and too long to not enjoy what you're doing. Um, we don't play games uh, just <laughs> just to play them. They are supposed to uh, derive enjoyment from and to be an escape from reality and i just wasn't enjoying it um, and it's okay it's okay I, my you can tell me right now that you you know you couldn't stand chrono trigger um, or you know final fantasy 6 or, or or dragon quest 4 you know in my pantheon of, of my favorite games of all time you could tell me those games were garbage and i would just I would have to extremely disagree with you, but that's your opinion because you didn't enjoy them. Now, if you just read somebody's opinion on it and it's an old game, so you don't like it. Well, that's not really an informed opinion, but it's still yours to own. So it's okay to not like these games. And I understand there's a lot of people that love breath of the wild and are super excited about the sequel. Um, I'm just not one of them and that's Okay. But I love all you guys' comments. The, the social interaction on our Facebook page is really cool. Uh, people kind of connecting and uh, finding a common ground in JRPGs is amazing to me. I think it's so cool. And we will definitely discuss more of these opinions in future shows. Uh, if you've got uh, topics you would like discussed on the show, I'm always open to suggestions. Just head on over. Give us a like. Uh, don't forget to check out our YouTube page and like and subscribe over there. You don't have to hit the bell. I don't care if you get notifications or not. But I just want your subscription. That makes me happy. I appreciate it. Anyway, we will wrap up Gosh, episode 72 already coming to a close. It's been a great episode. I really appreciate you guys uh, giving us a listen each and every week. It means the world to me. If uh, if you'd be so kind as of to leave us a review on iTunes, that really bumps us up the rankings and uh, gets the message out to even more fans like yourself who love JRPGs. My name is James Fisher. Thank you so much. This has been the JRPG Report, Episode 72. We're going to sign off for this time, but until next time, get back out there and level up.